Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's going on, friends? Welcome to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. Our special guest today is Phil's Lawn Care out there in Idaho or Washington or somewhere out west. Welcome back to the show, Phil. It's good to be back, Paul. Thank you so much. Where are you from, Idaho? Idaho. Okay. Yeah, I just moved down to Idaho, northern Idaho, in a city called Coeur d'Alene. And love it here. It's much cleaner, better place, better people. So how's the weather there? Cause I was looking for a picture of you for a thumbnail and you, all you had was like coats and sweatshirts. I was like, uh, you know, there's nothing of you in a short sleeve t-shirt. Yeah. You could have got some of my uh, new videos that I posted on YouTube kind of screenshot them. Cause I did wear some shirts, but yeah, it's, it's been great. 95 peaking at a hundred degree, you know, 100 degree Fahrenheit weather. So, but can't say I love it because sometimes we do get rain in the morning. So it makes it tough for mowing, but you know, I can't complain. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to have you back on the program. We got uh, some good feedback. Shout outs to Tony's lawn care down in Lake Oconee. Mm-hmm. When, when Tony texts me and says I had a good inter- interview, I, that means a lot. So he uh, messaged me after our, um, we, we had two episodes, but he had mentioned me and said, I really liked. Um, the episode where we were talking about work-life balance and keeping our priorities in order. And we're, we're starting to really get deep on how do we not check our analytics and stats and phone all the time and get distracted. Oh, that's, that's tough, Paul. I would love to talk about that because having a work-life balance is, is hard, especially when you jump into social media and you take off and it's doing well for you. Mm trying to juggle all three of those things, your work, your business, and also social, or I'm sorry, your social media, your business, and then your, your family juggling those three can be tough. Yeah. I was just talking to a friend of mine, um, acquainted friend. We'll see, but, uh, (laughs) I call him my friend. He started following me on TikTok, but, um, his name's Brody, uh, Brody Wellmaker. He has 21 million TikTok followers now. Isn't that your neighbor? Yeah, he's my neighbor. He he came to the pool the other day, and uh-huh. um, he posted up right next to me. I was I was literally um, getting ready to leave, and I and, and I saw him, and he came and he sat down next to me. And the next thing you know, we just started talking about social media and algorithms mm-hmm. and all these opportunities that we're both getting. And it was time flew by. And it was awesome. But we, we were talking about these things. He has 4 million Instagram followers. And um, he's one of the biggest TikTokers in the world. I was looking like Justin Bieber has like 24 million. Um, anyway, he's like, if you look at all the names by him, they're all big, big, big time celebrities. Yeah, and he's um, on the top. Oh, yeah. He's like, I can't even go to Target. With, there's Target right by where we live. And he's like, if I just go in there to get a few things, I'll get stopped like at least three times. Like his life wow. is so different. Um, he, he was telling all these stories, but Hey, before we start talking, before this thing goes, wherever it's going to go, yeah. we got to say a quick word to today's show sponsor who makes this all possible. Who do you think today's show sponsor is? Jobber. It's gotta be Jobber. It is Jobber. Gotta be Jobber. Great, great, great choice. It's like at Sunday school. What's the answer? Jesus. 
Yep. Today's show sponsor is Jobber. Uh, shout outs to today's episode sponsor, Jobber. Jobber is the software that I use for my business so I can spend less time on admin tasks and more time focusing on growing my business. When I got started, Phil, I was disorganized and mm-hmm. I, I wasn't able to scale my business uh, to, to where I needed to get it to go because everything was in my head. Everything was on my sticky notes. Everything was just very, very disorganized. So um, when I was able to switch to Jobber, it brought those tedious admin um, tasks that I was doing into a hub where everything's documented, everything's in writing, everything's organized, and uh, you can do it on their app, on the Jobber app, or you could do it on the desktop. Honestly, I use the desktop the most, mm-hmm. but it helps me to get paid faster and it helps everything just to be tidy and organized. And so if you can um, understand the frustrations that I used to have when everything was all over the place, then try Jobber. You can actually try them out for 14 days for free. Mr. Producer will put that link in the show notes. It's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. And uh, if you're ready to get started with Jobber, you'll even get 20% off your first six months. So thanks again to our friends at Jobber. They were our very, very, very first sponsor. And um, they've been with us since day one. So we really appreciate their support of the show. And as we always say around here, support the sponsors Mm -hmm. that support the show. So yeah, back to Brody, man, I was loving it. I was, we're sitting at the pool and I gave him my phone and I said, Hey, can you look at my TikTok and just give me some tips? And he's like, sure. So I, my very latest TikTok was a video of uh, Jason Creole Moen, and uh, he gave me some tips. He's like, that wasn't long enough. I don't like that arrow. Get rid of the text. He's like, this is universal. It's oddly satisfying to watch it. Like anyone around the world could watch this. And um, he just gave me a bunch of tips and pointers. And uh, so I didn't know that he started following me though. So I, I go back oh. home. I go back to my apartment and I'm sitting there and I'm hanging around and on TikTok, it gives you all these notifications. So I'm looking at the notification that says 58 minutes ago, Brody Wellmaker, check mark, started following you. And I'm sitting there acting a fool, man. Like, yeah, buddy. Oh, I'm, I'm like doing oh, cartwheels man. around my apartment. I'm like, oh, yeah. But now I'm all nervous because I'm like, if I post something, he's going to watch it. I don't want to put, I don't want to oh, put a dud out man. there, you know? Yeah. That's nice, man. Yeah. But I, I think I did watch, uh, I think I did watch one of your videos. Cause it popped up. Like when you open the app, it pops up. So I saw it. I think it was Jason Krill mowing and I just clicked on your profile. I'm like, Oh, that's, you know, it's Paul. And I, I think it was the first time that I found you. So I, I followed you. And then, uh, but I started watching some of your other videos. Yeah. They were pretty cool. You went to, um, you did one with the lawn tools, correct? Yeah. They, they, those guys, man, it was so much fun. They are, um, they have a million TikTok followers. But what they did is they took their 18 acres, Phil, in their backyard. It's humongous. And they mm-hmm. built a golf course. So they built putting greens, tee boxes, fairways. I mean, it's, and it's a nice golf course. It's not like some raggedy. I was driving through Alabama and Jason's like, oh, yeah, there's our golf course. And I was like, <laughs> I was trying to be polite because I'm like the tour you know, or the guest or whatever, a visitor. I'm like, that's that a raggedy looking golf course, man. But um, the Lontos built a really nice golf course. So we, we go back there. And I just don't have friends that I enjoy making videos. Like when I was a little kid, I was the oldest one in my family and on my streets. I would, I would like make my brothers and and, uh, sister 
and the neighbor kids, I would like assign everyone. I was like, all right, this is your role. That's your role. And I would film a movie with my dad's camcorder. And um, none, none of them wanted to do it, but I just loved making content even back then. So hanging out with the lawn tools, Phil was so much fun. Cause they're, they loved it too. They're like, Hey, let's make a video doing this. Let's do that. Let's do this. Let's mm-hmm. do that. So in the very first video they posted of us, it was like, I acted like I was their neighbor and and, and they tried to mow my oh, yard yeah. and I started yeah. yelling at them and it had like two or 3 million views, like right out of the gate. So I was like, all right. Was that on your profile or there? They posted it on theirs. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was a lot on of yours, though, Paul. If it was on yours, man, that'd be nice. Yeah. He asked me, he's like, do you want to post it on yours or should I post it on mine? And it was just getting dark. We're running out of time. What, what happened was we, we did the podcast and, and we just kind of, it started, sun started setting. And then all of a sudden we went on a roll and we just started making videos, making videos till the sunset. And it was the same thing when I visited geek to freak, he, he mm-hmm. had the same thing, man. We're, we're literally, Greg was running down the street trying to get in one more video before the sunset. So I just love, cause not that many people, like a lot of people are afraid of the camera or they don't want to be on camera. Like, ah, oh, get that out of my face. So when I get around friends that are like, you know, wanting to make videos with me, I just, I, I get in the zone for sure. Oh yeah. So yeah. Hanging out with the lawn tools was, was really, 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 really fun as well. So, what? Oh, nothing. I was just checking, I was just checking Adobe edition and make sure everything's filming. I uh, have uh, the uh, history and tendency of forgetting to hit record. So I'm like, I, well, I, I know the stream yards recording. Cause I see that live button. It's taken. So yeah, we're using Streamyard videos. So this is on YouTube and thanks for sharing the last time we did a video mm-hmm. you shared it and it got a whole bunch of views and i changed the thumbnail too because i had this raggedy looking thumbnail and i changed it to a picture of you and yeah that i like that one that was a nice professional thumbnail i'm like wow yeah yeah and i have i have another one i could probably show it to you i had it made for today um because i was maybe going to do a live stream with you and so i had the thumbnail ready to go live but um i ended up Take going me. You know what you should do? Take my recent um, uploaded thumbnail or not, not the recent one, but the second to last one Mm -hmm. where I have like that sun hat. Mm -hmm. Take that. And now that would make it make a real nice cropped image with the, with the thumbnail like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I already, I already, I already paid the lady to make it. So (laughs) we're we're on a very tight budget around here at the green industry podcast.com. But we got uh, we got some big big sponsorships in the works, so maybe maybe we'll be able to splurge on some thumbnails, but not that, not yet, folks, not yet. Yeah, <laughs> I was talking to my bookkeepers last night, man, Megan and Joey, and like you mm-hmm. you got to write a book one day sharing your your business story because it's like with with the lawn business now with the podcast, it's like humble, 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 humble beginnings, but um. And, and Joey was even encouraging me too. Cause he's like, if you read most major success stories, most of them at age or either around age 30 or 35, they had a catastrophic failure and kind of sp- splattered hit rock bottom. And mm-hmm. then the next business or project after that one is usually the one that we've heard about. But, and there's so many examples of these, but before you hear of whatever the success story is, there was a story of another business that was probably a failure that was first. So it's hmm. interesting. 
Yeah, it's very interesting. But you learn those lessons from the failure. And then when you start the new one, you just do things right. And then it's just a perfect ingredient, perfect storm, so to speak. Yeah. Talk about never giving up. You know, some people, when they come to a halt or when they come to a crash or a fail, they tend to give up. I think they're, what's the percentage of businesses that go out of business within like the first Yeah, it's, a, it's in North America, 80% of small businesses fail in the first five years. And I heard another stat. I had it written down. Um, but it was something like 92% fail in a different, there was a different stat too, but long story short, you, you got l- l- less than 20% chance of making it um, in your first five years. It's, 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 it's wild. Yeah. I, I think your stat, were you talking, were you thinking about the second, I was listening to one of your um, podcast episodes. Were you talking about the stat about the uh, construction companies? Yeah, it was Eric Triplett. It was Eric Triplett. Eric Triplett shared the stat on um, a recent program. So, yeah, the pond digger shared it, and I wrote it down, but I I, I cleaned my office today, Phil, and I I think I threw it away. (laughs) I think it was 92% within the first 10 years fail. Okay. And then, then I I don't know, the the other 8%, but uh, it was a very shocking stat. Mm-hmm. But I always, always wanted or wondered about lawn care companies or landscape companies, you know, how many of them fail, you know, if there's a percentage or if someone has done a, a big uh, statistic on, on lawn care and landscape companies. I mean, I'd want to see what the number is on there because think about all the fly by night companies in this industry. Yeah. And that's the problem because the ones that legitimately go out and get a business license and do everything right, most of them fail but how many of the chucks in the trucks didn't even statistically True. get their hat in the game, you know, to even be legally registered and how many of those are catastrophically failing, but a lot of them do it as a little hobby or side hustle or whatever. And so when I was failing in this industry, I was able to cover it up because I worked at Carabas full time. So, mm-hmm. and I, and I started working at the radio station, not that I made a lot of money at the radio station or Carabas necessarily, excuse me, but it was enough to deceive me to thinking everything was okay because I wasn't missing a meal. I wasn't missing gas in my tank. I was, my life was comfortably in a rhythm of, you know, being able to pay my rent, being able to put food on the table, being able to put gas in the tank. But the truth of the matter, fact of the matter was it, my, my business was failing fi- financially. Mm-hmm. I, I just didn't have a Megan or Joey or a competent professional to, to say th- these numbers suck. Right. Yeah. No one showed you what the numbers mean. Right. And so right. what I'm okay. saying is I think a lot of the Chuck and the trucks, they don't know that they're, they're just a rat in the wheel and they have some other crutch holding them up, whether it's a, you know, their retirement or other income or mm. whatever. True. Um, so I do coaching calls all day long guys. And I just, it, it's just sad. It, I mean, I, I love helping people, but it's sad to see how bad businesses really are underneath the hood and no one's talking about it because everyone just thinks because they got a nice truck and a nice mower that that business is booming Mm -hmm. i'm sure my numbers aren't perfect (laughs) i've I've never sat down with anyone and looked at my numbers so why don't you call uh, megan and joey uh maybe i will yeah i'll i'll uh i'll look at your um Resource center. Is it on the resource? Center? Yeah. They, they, they used to be called Gulf Coast bookkeeping, but 
now they're called the landscaping bookkeepers. And what they do for me, because we've been working together for years now. So mm-hmm. I have a number, a goal each month that I need to hit this number to break even. And then I have another goal of my expenses where they don't want my expenses to go. It's like a ceiling. It's like, this is your limit, Paul, um, of, of how much I can spend each month. And so if, if there's a, a regular month where maybe I need to buy this new piece of equipment or make this update or this change, if, if I'm going to go above that number, I wait till the next month or I budget it for two months out. And so anyway, the, the more months you get under your belt working with them, and they have all these um, ratios and comparing and contrasting. I've been a guinea pig on them for like the last five or six months. And they have all this new way, ways of comparing and helping you with your financial goals. And they're going to, they're going to roll that out in August to the public, to everybody else. Okay. But um, anyway, I absolutely love uh, working with them and, and feel a sense of control and know my numbers. And uh, it, it's super helpful because you'll, you'll get, they'll dial you in like, Phil, here's what you need to be making. Here's your goals. And here's it's, it's, they're really good at what they do. And so I, I highly re- suggest um, yeah. you, you guys getting plugged in with them. There's so much better than I could have ever dreamed of having a bookkeeper. So I, I appreciate them a lot. Yeah. I'll have to do that because I mean, the way I look at it, I make a decent amount from both sides, from the business and from the media side. Mm-hmm. Um, my expenses are definitely low. I mean, I, I'm, I don't live like a lavish lifestyle. I'm not going out to a restaurant to eat every day. My wife and I, even though we make a good amount, mm-hmm. we still live as if we never had any of this. We live the same life that we did when I used to have a nine to five job. And sure, yeah, sometimes occasionally we'd go out more than we should every month, you know, to a restaurant or something or go out to eat um, or buy, you know, a good piece of clothing that would last you quite a while. But we don't we watch our expenses and we try to live almost the same, almost. uh, How should I say this? Uh, Not as so much different as we did yeah, back working at the nine to five job. So. But I feel like that's the reason why a lot of businesses fail is, you know, they start making more money and they think that since they make more money, they can spend more money, mm-hmm. you know, and so they don't see that. So a lot of a lot of them, uh, unfortunately, die off, you know, mm-hmm. even when even when they think that businesses are doing good, you know, we're making a ton more money than we used to. Well, that doesn't mean that you should go and buy a brand new truck and a brand new trailer, you know, so. But. That's interesting. You know, I've, I've always, I've always had the, um, uh, what's that? Uh, I don't know if it's a poor mindset or what, but you know, you got to watch your spendings because I used to work, I used to, you know, live paycheck to paycheck. So you need to be very, very careful, very cautious of what you spend. So, uh, that mentality, I guess, hasn't changed yet. So, which is good. You know, I don't want it to change. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter how much money, whether you make, you know, 10,000 a year, a hundred thousand a year or beyond, we have to live on less than we make. I think it, it may actually have been you, Phil, that was on my show when I was sharing the story of Alan Iverson. Was that you I was telling? No, I never told you. I, that. I don't remember that. Oh, really? Um, are you sh- I never told you the story. Who no, did go that? ahead. Share it. Okay. You might have, go ahead. So, so I had a neighbor, Frank, and I like Frank because he liked the Cleveland Browns. So, I grew up in Ohio. He grew up in Ohio, him and his brother, big, big time Cleveland Browns fan. And he lived at the apartment complex I used to live at over in Duluth, Georgia, mm-hmm. way back in the day. 
So I come home from work one day and I was out cutting grass with my buddy Tyler and I come home, I'm all dirty. And I, to get to my apartment, I, uh, cause Tyler dropped me off. I went basically from the front gate. I walked through the pool area back to where my unit was. So Frank's always at the pool, man. All the guy's always at the pool. He didn't work. Um, he, Frank's a character. That's Frank's not the, who the story's about. The point was I'm walking back to the pool and Frank's at the pool all day. He's like, hey, boy, he's like, you got a new neighbor. And, you know, at the time I'm single guy. Yeah, I'm thinking new neighbor. I'm thinking, you know, this, this is Mrs. James. This is going to be a, you know, beautiful woman. This is going to be my wife, right? That's, that's where my mind. And I said, so who's the new neighbor? And he's like, AI. And I said, what do you mean AI? He said, Alan Iverson. He's like, he was just at the pool. He's like, he was just here. And I said, get out of town. And I'm talking, I live in an apartment complex, okay? He's like, I'm, I'm not playing with you, man. He's like, his car's sitting right over there. Go check it out. And so I, I walk over there and there's a there's a Maybach uh, black, real fancy car with Pennsylvania license plate. So I go storming into the, to the office. My friend Amanda worked in there, Nicole and, and the office ladies. And I, I said, hey, did we get a new resident? And they're like, we're not allowed to this company policy. We're not allowed to discuss blah, 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 blah. Oh, I, say, I said, did Alan Iverson move in here? And they're sitting there looking at me and like, you know, look, no one's around. And they're like, yeah, you did. You know, they, they, uh, <laughs> and they're like, uh, so anyway, his house, he, he used to have a mansion in Buckhead, which Atlanta, you have downtown Atlanta. And then three or four miles north, you have a city called Buckhead that's, Huge skyline. Skyline's bigger in Cleveland, Ohio, or it's just a big skyline, but it's um it's a really fancy area. Well, he had got his house foreclosed on in Buckhead, lost mm. his house. And his wife had lived across the street, actually in the neighborhood I work in, with the kids. And so next thing you know, Alan Iverson had moved into my apartment complex. So I Googled how much money he made in his career, and it was two hundred million dollars. And I was working at Carabas at the time, so he would come into Carabas. He'd sit at the bars. First time coming to Carabas, my buddy saw him walk in and he's like, this guy looks like Alan Iverson. <laughs> he's a small little petite dude. And, and yeah. he orders a drink. So my buddy Tito, the bartender says, um, you know, ID please. And he slides his ID over and Tito looks at it. He's like, I thought that was you as Alan Iverson. <laughs> so it back. But my point and, and, and Alan Iverson lived guys, he lived right next to me. Okay. It was, I mean, it's pretty cool, but it, it was sad at the end of the day. It was sad. Because he had made $200 million in his NBA career. $200 million. And he blew it. He blew it. Um, so it doesn't matter. And that's, that's the thing. While he was making the money playing for the Philadelphia 76ers, crossing, you know, Ty Lue up. And mm -hmm. the, guy, the guy could dribble like nobody's business. The way he did his right. crossover. Oh, man. It, it was a beautiful. And he had a good shot, too. But he just thought, excuse me, he thought that money was going to keep flowing and he just kept spending it spending it and the shame that he must have to you know be living in an apartment has is it was sad so that that was a wake-up call for me that if i ever get a bump or an increase not to increase my lifestyle or if you ever do make the increase that it's very proportionally and there's always dramatic margin a huge margin there but couldn't he just go and like work with a coca-cola or gatorade and get a sponsor with them. I mean, cause he's a faint, like he's got a famous face. Everyone knows who AI is. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure he was hustling it and working to try to make some money, some, somehow, some way, but he really 
you, you know, got himself into a dire situation. And I, I heard stories, and I don't know this for sure, but I, I mean, this, you guys, Google and YouTube what you want that he would just go into like, if they were traveling, he would just go and, you know, fill up suitcases with fine clothes and all this stuff. And he would just leave them at the hotel. Like he was just flashy. Like he wouldn't even bring his suitcases home. He'd just leave the suitcases for the maid or whatever with all this fancy clothes and just, you know, just balling out, you know, type lifestyle. And, uh, I'm, I'm sure he can make more money again. It's just, I, I don't know what he would do or, you know, and he may, eventually he moved out. Mm-hmm. So, um, old Caroline, man, his next door neighbor, Caroline was fine. I, I figured he, uh, for, shot a shot with Caroline, but he got denied. So, he, uh, he, he moved on out, but hey, I, guess, I don't want to go down. That's a whole other story for another day, but it, it brings your point home mm-hmm. that what you're doing, Phil is smart of, of living on less than you make and congratulations oh, yeah. on, on making more money. Oh, those uh, passive income sources, man. I love them. Love passive income, you know, and I'm sure you know all about that. You know, YouTube pays now with TikTok. TikTok now pays. Oh, I'm making TikTok uh, money, baby. Let's see this yeah. creator fund. I don't know about um, Instagram, though, because I oh. I know you do very well, but that's the, that's probably the next thing I want to get into is the Instagram oh, reels and grow that. Uh, but I don't I, I post them and they they just flop. I, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I think maybe it's because I'm just reposting my, my TikToks on there, but maybe I, I don't know. I'll I give you, I'll there. give you a tip, Phil. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you TikTok tips. You give me. Oh, I'll give you Instagram <laughs> tips. So there's an app. Brody taught me all about this. Okay. Mm-hmm. There Brody showed. I remember where I was standing when he told me to do this. It's well, not. Let, it's, me get a, let me get a piece of paper. Yes. Yeah, this will, this will get you big time views. And hey, guys, when you start making money and getting big views, don't forget about me. Because what, ha- what we're having is all, all kind of people listen to my show. And I bring on Al Blaze and Juggernaut and you. And I bring on all kind of people. And y'all share your stories. And other guys go out and they, they start getting big time. Don't forget about us. You, you, they, you take our, our free advice and, and, and uh, it helps you be successful. You know, I mean, at least give me a cup of coffee, a pizza, pizza, something. People will forget about us. So hopefully you don't forget about me when you're Instagram famous. I, I follow you on all social media that I have. So thank you. You're all my, yeah. I gained 15,000 Instagram followers the last 30 days. Wow. I, I need, yeah. Give me, give me the tips. Okay. Here's a tip. The TikTok watermark. Mm-hmm. If you post an Instagram with that TikTok watermark on it, Instagram's going to shut it down. It's going to be very difficult to go viral on Instagram because they recognize the TikTok watermarks there. So Brian's Law Maintenance, maintenance, I watch him make a TikTok and then I watch it on Instagram and he's got the dang TikTok watermark on his thing. I'm like, dude, you could have posted the same video and it could have went viral. So how do you get rid of that? How do you get rid of that watermark logo? We'll have the answer coming right up after we hear from today's show sponsor. (laughs) Remember how the riding mower was such a game changer? That's what Roll by ADP is going to be for the payroll business. It's a chat-based payroll app built for small business owners like you. 
Roll makes payroll ridiculously easy and you can do it anywhere, anytime. And it makes onboarding for new hires smoother than a freshly cut hedge. Roll lets employees and contractors submit employment forms, enroll in direct deposit, and more, saving you valuable time. Roll was designed for those who'd rather be outside working than stuck in an office. It calculates, withholds, and files taxes for you while letting you manage payroll from anywhere. And because it's a mobile payroll app, going digital will remove those boxes of papers in the trunk of your car. Ready to get rolled for your business? Green Industry Podcast listeners get their first three months free. Visit GetRolled.com slash Green Industry to get started. Hey, you. Yeah, you. You're out there in the field mowing lawns, making money, working hard. But for every dollar you make, you're worried. Worried that you spend too much, worried that you won't make payroll, or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake. Simply put, you don't know your numbers. You're not alone. The Landscaping Bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers, learn the language of business, and build a solid financial foundation. Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. You can count on Jobber to keep your business organized. Manage your business and back and forth with customers from one place. Estimate, quote, schedule, invoice, get paid, no software experience required. Friends, you can save 20% off your first six months at getjobber.com forward slash Paul or click on the link in today's show notes to try out the business management software that I've been using for years, Jobber. I do hope you're watching the Almonds Shop Build on Caleb and Brittany's YouTube channel. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. Seeing the construction of the Hardscape Academy's headquarters come to life is definitely cool and satisfying. This fall, the Hardscape Academy in beautiful Fairfield County opens its doors, providing you and your team with hands-on training to improve skill sets and gain equipment mastery so you can supercharge your earnings potential. In the meantime, you can instantly access the Hardscape Academy's online training resources for paver installation, retaining walls, fire pits, step installation, or even schedule a one-on-one coaching call with the kid contractor himself. Visit thehardscapeacademy.com or use the link below to get the comprehensive guides and continuing education that will advance and empower your company today. That's thehardscapeacademy.com. All righty, guys. Sorry to keep you hanging there with the tip of, and this this really helps because if people are asking how am I blowing up on Instagram, this is my secret. I make the TikTok, okay? Mm-hmm. I post it on TikTok. Okay. On TikTok, there's three dots uh, on the right-hand side. Do you know what I'm talking about? There's three dots. You click on those three dots. One of the options is copy link. Copy link, okay. You'll copy the link of your TikTok on your phone. I I have iPhone 13 Pro. I love this thing. Did you get a a new phone yet? Are you still using that raggedy thing? No, but I did get a uh, a new tablet, Samsung tablet. Okay, did so you get a new cam- did you get a new camera or something? Because your videos are no. looking nice. No, same stuff. No, same. Yeah. Okay, so now you're gonna go on your phone. I just open up a, a, a Safari browser or whatever. Mm-hmm. The website's called Snap. T- Let me look at it exactly so I give you 
the right one. And again, thank you, Brody. Bro- Brody taught me this. Okay, the website S N A P T I K dot A P P. So snap tick S N A P T I K dot A P P. Snap tick dot app. Okay. You'll go there and it will say TikTok video download. You'll paste your TikTok link there. And it's one of those websites that has all these ads all over it. So you got to be careful because if your index finger hits the wrong button, then some random ad will pop up for Ashley Furniture. I was talking about Ashley Furniture today. And what do you know? I got an Ashley Furniture ad on there. Oh, man. They're listening to us. Okay. Hey, while you're listening to us, go follow me on Instagram at Green Industry Podcast. (laughs) Smash that follow button. All right. Now, (laughs) hello. Thanks for thanks for listening to us. Um. So you'll, 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 you'll put in the link there, copy the link, and then you'll hit the download button. Now on my phone, it downloads into some cloud folder. So I don't know where it will download on your phone. So you'll have to find it. And then I save it to my phone and then mm. voila, it's the same video you posted to TikTok, but the watermark's completely gone. Now you go to Instagram and you post it to Instagram, even though it's the same video, yeah, but I'm getting millions of views. I I I have one video with 11 million view. One I was just checking with 2.1 million, 1.4 million. One I'm getting a ton of views, guys. That's my secret. I don't. If you watch any of my videos, you're not going to see no TikTok watermark on Instagram. So, oh, it's not a secret anymore. You just exposed yourself. I'm helping. I'm serving. Ser- yeah, thank you, Brody. I'm here to serve you guys. Okay, I've I've shared my tips and strategies and secrets. I have 700 and um, 750 episodes where I, I help you guys. So yeah, I'm just hoping one of y'all remember me when you, when you make it big. So, Hey, Paul, I will never unfollow you for anything. I promise. I promise. Are that. you, are you throwing a jab at somebody that unfollowed me? <laughs> no, no, I don't know who unfollowed you, but I will never. So, somebody unfollowed. Like I said before, man, don't oh. ever quit. If you don't quit, I won't quit. All right. What? Well, I appreciate somebody unfollowed me yesterday, man. Woo, wee. Oh. But uh, okay, and then I, then after that, I go to YouTube Shorts, and I I already have the oh. I already have the video, so I so then I put it on YouTube Shorts, and um, some See, of the I don't want to I don't want to upload YouTube Shorts. Oh yeah, you you. Like, I feel like they'd mess up my yeah. Uh, you're you're my, in you're in a different situation though, because you're in this the YouTube algorithm right now is whatever you put out is. I mean, it's showing up in my feed and it's getting a ton of views. So yeah, I wouldn't, mm-hmm. I wouldn't recommend for you doing YouTube shorts, but for others well, that go ahead. I was just going to say, well, this, this tip is really good. Cause I didn't even know about the watermark. So they'll just, they'll just push your video down into like some kind of a fil- they'll filter out your video. Instagram will filter it out. If you have that watermark. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I, I'm, you know, I, you know what I noticed, Paul, I noticed that when I upload, uh, like I uploaded, um, I lay down some nice stripes out of two acre church property mm-hmm. and it got like almost 6,000 views, but mm-hmm. then I uploaded a TikTok video and it gets like 300 or 500 views. Instagram well, like, can tell that that what the TikTok's watermarks on there. Why would they want to, why would they want to promote TikTok on their com- competitive app yeah that's true 
my brother, um, uh, you know how you can share TikToks? Yeah. That one you have where you're cleaning up the sidewalk that was going bananas on TikTok. My brother had mess. He had TikTok sent me that, you know, whatever it is, shared it with me. Mm-hmm. And I clicked on it and I, I'm acting like a big shot to my brother. I was like, ah, I know Phil. I was like, he's been on my podcast. So I, I took our YouTube video. I was like, are you talking about this guy? And my brother's like, oh, dang, that's cool. And, but, you know, it was, it was uh, my brother watches you on, on TikTok. It, it oh, recommends cool. to him. Dude, I, I cannot keep up with that thing, man. I, I made it one month ago. Mm-hmm. And now, just now, it hit 400,000 followers and 6 million likes. Wow. And I, all I did was honestly shout out to big shout out to SB mowing Spencer, um, Bosley. He like, I told him like, dude, you're doing very well on TikTok." And he's like, yeah, you should do it too. You know, it's fun. I'm like, well, what's the point? You know, I'm, I'm doing well on YouTube. Um, I don't really want to focus on another platform. You know, it's like, just do it. You know, it's, it, it's fun. You know, it'll, it'll, it'll use it as a tool to bring people to your channel. I'm like, you know what? I never thought about it that way. Let's do it. So my whole intention was to bring, to drive people to my YouTube channel. I'm like, oh, I'll just post, you know, the best parts of my, you know, of my videos. So I did. And uh, the video started gaining traction. And one of them, that sidewalk one just blew up. And I'm mm-hmm. like, it, first it went from like 5,000 views to 10,000. I'm like, uh, I had my brother-in-law in the car. I'm like, dude, it got 10,000. By the end of that day, it was like at 30,000. I'm like, dude, like, this is crazy. Well, the next morning I woke up, it was in the millions. Wow. I was just like, how, you know, all I did was show how I cleaned a sidewalk. And honestly, it was just a sped up version. You know, I just sped it up and I cropped it a little bit and that was it. And then I think, I don't know what I did for, um, hashtags. I think I did like FYP for you, satisfying, uh, relaxing, like those hashtags. Mm -hmm. And I, it just caught and in the YouTube algorithm or the YouTube algorithm, TikTok, TikTok. I guess, pushed it up to a higher audience and there off it went. Now it's That's at, so cool. at like 33 million views. Man. And you have 400,000 TikTok followers. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I don't, I don't know, man. It, it all started off with, with just, you know, it, it being a driver and now it's like, Oh, I got to kind of take this thing seriously. Yeah. Please tell me you, you have the creator fun turned on. Yeah. I, I, speaking of that, I turned it on like a week ago. Okay. <laughs> so it didn't, it didn't count towards, you know, oh, all those viral videos. They didn't, didn't count. count. So, but again, it is generating now an amount every single, every single day. So. Well, I'm getting a couple bucks a day. I'm getting like two. One one dollar thirty eight cents, two dollars forty five cents from the fund. Yeah, TikTok fund. One day it'll be like four dollars and fifty, you know, four dollars and thirty two cents. I'm all pumped up, but um, the, the, I, I'm not making big money off TikTok yet. But you you do have that turned on. Yeah, I'm making like uh, like somewhere in between forty five dollars and fifty five per day. Per day. Woo. So multiply that like fifty bucks. Multiply that by thirty. I mean, you're at $1,500 a month. For yeah, TikTok. no, that's, that's, that's phenomenal. I know Brody, I'm not going to publicly share what he's making, but he's making a lot of money mm-hmm. off, off that, off the, off the TikTok creator fund for sure. It's, it's uh, really fascinating. Now the reels play bonus. I don't have that activated yet, which is Blake Albertson's been trying to help me out. There's a glitch because they sent it to me two months ago when I clicked 
get started, it says it's unavailable. You're not eligible. Hmm. And then it says, you know, see more. And I click on it and then it says you are eligible, but it's, what? and then I email them and the, or I, I send them a message and they send me just some generic email. It's been so frustrating because I've been getting crazy amount of views on Instagram. Can you tell me exactly what you just said again? What was the real, what it's called real, uh, reels play bonus. Reels so that's equivalent bonus. to how you're getting paid off the TikTok creator fund. Reels play bonus is Insta- Instagram version of that. But I'm sure there's a threshold you have to hit, right? Yeah. You have to have 10,000 followers. How many followers do you have? Oh, I think I have like 2,500. Okay. We got to, you got to get up to do, do my snap tick. Just let me know how it works okay. for you. Paul, if it works, I promise you, I'll, I'll give you like the biggest shout out of your life. <laughs> All right, well, th- thank you. Um, and have a, have a good video too. This is something Brody, when he was, he was telling me my videos weren't good essentially in a, in a very kind way, but he's like, you, you have to create them for them to want to watch the whole thing and then maybe even go back and rewatch it. And I think that's why your one has three, 30 million views or whatever. Cause it's satisfying to watch. Like I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm like this, this, the, the thing was, again, I, I didn't even know what I was doing. Spencer told me to post videos that are like 10, 15, 30 seconds. I'm like, well, I could, but what happens? Cause now I unlocked like something that's like, you can post up to 10 minute videos. Yeah, like, I, have well, that I don't really want to post a 10 minute video, but let me throw up a two and a half, three minute video. Let's see how it does. And they do quite well. Like the longer videos, surprisingly, really well for me. Yeah. How long so, is the viral one of the sidewalk that I watched? I don't know, but I, I posted. So I posted one yesterday and the one the day before they're both over. The one yesterday has like 4 million views wow. and it has, and I was, yeah, that was yesterday, 4 million views. And it is probably three minutes long on TikTok, which is wow. kind of shocking because you would think, you know, TikTok is like a, you know, watch it real quick and go on to the next one. But people are like, well, I think, yeah, I think that's where TikTok started, you know, back in the day. But now I think TikTok's getting, you know, they, they're big. I think they might Mm -hmm. be the biggest social media platform. So I think they're trying to become a little bit more like YouTube and giving, you know, they let Mm -hmm. me do up to 10 minute videos as well. So that's what, that's what Instagram was, huh? Too the, the videos first, they did like 15 seconds or no, I'm sorry. It was, um, Either it was Instagram or Snapchat or something a long time ago, mm-hmm. but they did like 15 seconds. And then you're like, all right, we can do 30 seconds now, you know, and then they increased it just a little bit, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that's how it was with TikTok, I believe, too. So SB Moen's coming to Atlanta for his honeymoon. So I'm trying to I'm trying to go out to lunch with him. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. Do a little uh, come come to the restaurant. Like, oh, Paul. Oh, oh, oh wow. <laughs> man oh what are, what are the odds <laughs> what are the chances yeah. oh so we're we're plotting and scheming so that'd be cool i got to meet him at gie and thanks again man um if if i recall you uh you use promo code paul and you're you're yes, coming sir. to equip yeah flying yeah. or driving from idaho we're driving 30 driving hours. 30 hours. i was being sarcastic driving 30, 30 hours Yes, sir. Why don't you use some of that TikTok money and get a plane ticket? <laughs> you need me to do a GoFund? We can we can do a Green Entry <laughs> podcast. We can get you a plane ticket, man. What's your uh, 
No. What's your um, handle? <laughs> well, now what? You're dry. I'm looking at my map right now. Idaho, you're going to have to go through Wyoming, South Dakota, mm-hmm. Nebraska, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Kentucky, maybe even go through Missouri. Wow. It's only 30 hours, Paul. Come on. Only 30, 30 hours. hours. Phil, what kind of car y'all have? <laughs> We're debating on what kind, what car we should take. I know I ain't taking my truck. Yeah. Because that's, that's a V8 gas hog. I'm about to have a heart attack. 30 hours? Yep. It's, oh. it's crazy. Yeah, I thought driving down to California was tough. That's like a 24-hour drive. This is a 30-hour drive. 24 hours? Oh, it's like a, it's, it's like a 20-hour drive. But. Idaho's close to... Are you in the north part of Idaho? Northern. Northern Idaho. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Montana, Wyoming, Nebraska, Missouri... Yeah, we're we're going with my wife and my brother-in-law, so we're going to be stopping by places and just doing some, you know, touring around the. Okay, the well, you're going to see our beautiful country. Are you going to stay at a hotel or something? Yeah, I don't know. Here, I got a screenshot of what hotel I'm staying at. Um, give me a second. Here it is. Oh wait, no. <clears throat> we're staying at the Sleep Inn in Louisville. <laughs> oh. Is that a bad? <laughs> Oh, uh, don't tell me I made a mistake. Oh, man. Don't lie me, Paul. Don't lie me. What did I do? What did I do? This is my first time, man. What did I do? Oh, man. Let me, let me, I got good. Oh, man. I, I can't tell if, if you're being sarcastic or real. Sleep in Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, my gosh. Right, oh. It's the sleep in. I already paid. Oh. I paid a lot, man. You, you paid already? I already paid and everything. Sleep in. Tuesday. Uh. <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! Oh, the picture ain't bad. Yes, I mean, I read the reviews; they were like decent. But I'm like, you know, we're just gonna sleep there, so it don't matter. So, oh, they got a gym. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. We're gonna be doing a lot of touring around that city. Yeah. So we're we're not gonna be in the hotel for long. Okay, you ain't gonna sleep in. <laughs> okay. Sleep in the sleep in. Yeah. All right. Well, let me let me see how close it is to the Kentucky Exposition Center. That's that's another contributing factor. Oh, it's real. It's walking distance. I'm looking right now. Website. Looking at the map. Um. Trying to zoom in here. I think it's like a five minute walk. Something or something like that. Sleep in Louisville. What you staying in a Airbnb or something? Um, I'm staying at the Galt House downtown. Um, well, I I, I don't want to I don't want to waste time, but um, the the main thing is that you're close to um. The Kentucky Exposition Center. And the beautiful thing about we'll have 30,000 people there. We all kind of got each other's back. So, mm-hmm. oh, that was a good one. Sleep in. I, I stayed at the Red Roof Inn my first 
my first year there. And that, that one was kind of sketchy, but Payjack was in the bedroom next to me and my buddy Rusty was there and it, we all, we all had a good time. So, yeah, well, but when I asked you, sleep in treats me right. Yeah, no, you'll, you'll, <laughs> you'll be all right. Um, when you come down from Idaho, I'm looking at my map here. Are you guys going to stay at a hotel on along the way or something like halfway uh, or probably just sleep at like uh, rest areas and then keep on driving. So we're planning on, I think it would be Sunday night. We'd okay. Be leaving, departing or Sunday evening. Okay. So I drive through the night and then we'd switch off, you know, whoever my brother-in-law drives or my, my wife drives. So we're going to be yeah. switching off here and there. Well, you're going to, you're going to absolutely love it, man. It's, it, it's going to be so much fun. I look forward to meeting you in person, but there's going to be people that are going to come up to you for three days nonstop and be like, I watch you on YouTube, dude. I mean, it's, it's pretty fun. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm excited. I, I've been talking my, my wife's getting sick and tired of me talking about it. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, it's worth it. Like, you talk about it every single day. I'm like, I'm excited. You know, I, I want to see this cause they got, they got, a outdoor because I, I got like the pamphlet. Oh, so yeah. They got the indoor facility, which is huge. And they got the outdoor facility, which is what is it, even bigger than the indoor one? Yeah, it's the outdoor facility. They've kept adding to it. I mean, it's it's humongous and there's everything you could imagine. So every mowing company has their mowers there and then they, ha- they have mm-hmm. their gas powered mowers. They'll have their new electric mowers. And then you got skid steers there and you got, I mean, core aerator, you, you name it. And it's there and you can go try it out. Um, and then indoor, I'm usually indoors most of the time. Indoors mm-hmm. is just gigantic. You, there's, it's, I think it's probably physically impossible to see every single booth. Um, I mean, it's, it's just, there's so much there, but that's not, the main thing isn't even that, as you'll find out, it's the networking. It's like, mm-hmm. um, you know, my buddy Naylor and, and, and Caleb Allman and Brian Fullerton and these guys and, uh, you know, um, so many of them, I met them there for the first time and we've just cultivated relationships over the years. So it's, it's so much fun. And then you driving home afterwards, you're already pumped up for the next year. It's just, it's, it's so much fun. Mitchell Gordy and Lamont and Ben Naiman and all these guys, man. It's, it's uh, Tony Rudolph's coming up from Georgia, mm-hmm. James Shields. I mean, I, I can name like a hundred people and it's like, I, I just, you know, they're my friends and you get to hang out and it's just, we have so much fun. So much. Now, do you guys, when you guys like meet each other, I mean, are all of you walking around in a group or do you guys split up? No. Okay. So what we'll do is the main, main meetup. I'm sure Juggernaut will be there. SB Mowing, Beck the Mm -hmm. Beast. We did a podcast last year with Beck the Beast, SB Mowing and um, Juggernaut. And I didn't even know Spencer was just like brand new to YouTube. He started his YouTube Mm -hmm. channel in August. I'm interviewing in in October. But um, so Naylor hosts us all for dinner. He pays for it. He, um, it's like 600 people he feeds and it's, it's good food. So that's going to be offsite on Thursday night. So everybody will be there. It's it's called the rally. Um, yeah. So Thursday night is the rally. Is there a specific spot? Yeah. Well, it's at, it's at a, um, it's at a restaurant. I forget the name of it. Naylor rents out the whole thing. Um, let me, let me see if I can get him on the phone. Let's see. I'll call him. We'll get him. Guest appearance. Yeah. Naylor Tally. Have you ever done a podcast episode with like three people, four people? Oh, hold on one second. I'm trying to uh, Bluetooth my, uh, my roadcaster to my phone. 
It says un- uh, unsuccessful. Why would it say that? They're coming out with a new Roadcaster 2 um, for all you audio geeks like me. Uh, I want to get this accurate information. If you're driving 30 hours. We're going to get you at the right spot. I'm just trying to connect my blue. Well, that's Thursday. I'm sure I could talk to you guys. Wednesday. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get you. Tuesday, Wednesday. Now, what is this? Oh, that's, that's my neighbor. One second. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm determined to try to get this here. The Bluetooth going. I know it's not at the pizza place, right? Where, where you guys used Ple- to. It used to be a Pleasure Ridge Pizza. So a little history of this while I while I get connected to call Naylor to get the to get the facts. So here we go, Roadcaster Pro. There used to be a guy that made videos called Geek the Freak, Greg Chisholm, and he he said, "Hey, I'm going to go to Louisville Expo, GIE Expo. They used, used to be the name." So he's like, "While we're there, why don't we like meet up?" So. He's like, let's go grab pizza at Pleasure Ridge Pizza. And so Keith Kalfas was there, Blake Albertson, Mimi, Lauren Care, Naylor, and, and they all they all got together and 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 grabbed pizza. Um, and then they went again the next year. Tony Rudolph was there, my buddy Tony. But then like the next year, there were so many people there, it was just it was too big to to have the event there. So Naylor, mm-hmm. Naylor had it at a cavern off off site. Let's see if this works. And um and then it kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger uh, ever since then. And this year he rented out an, a, the same facility rented out last year. I just don't remember the name of it. Well, you're going to get the voicemail, Paul. Yeah, we'll see. You're going to get the voicemail. Hope it doesn't leave the number. <laughs> then uh, everyone's going to have daily <laughs> number. Hi, this is Naylor. Sorry, Mr. Uh, Paul. Please leave a message and I'll call you back as soon as I can. At the tone, please record your message. Do you want to say when something to him on the voicemail? When you finish recording, you may hang up or press 1 uh, for more right. options. To leave a callback number, press 5. Hey, Rook. I'm uh, recording a podcast right now with Phil's Lawn Care. What's up, Phil? What's up? And uh, we're talking all about Equip Rally. And uh, we're trying to get some details to, to share. So anyway, call me back if you can. We'll be in the studio here. And uh, I uh, Phil asked me where the rally is this year, and I forgot the name of the place. So hopefully you can fill in the details. Call me if you can. Later. All right. Well, that's Thursday night. So that so that will be a way to to meet up with everybody on Thursday morning. They gave us the main ballroom, Phil. So at this gigantic exposition center, we're going to be in the main event center. You can't miss it. It's on the first floor, the front and center. And it's this humongous ballroom. And Mm -hmm. I think they're going to have, you know, food there and all that. And uh, we're going to be doing podcasting there from 8 to 9.30 a.m. Um. So that's going to be a lot of fun. That's Thursday morning. And then Thursday afternoon, we'll be in the same ballroom again with um, Brian Fullerton, Blake, uh, Blake Albertson, Mike Andes, and myself. We're going to be hosting an event there on Thursday at 2 in the afternoon called Energize. Oh, Mike Andes getting into it? Yeah, he's he's uh, nice. yeah he's going to be uh, uh, in this event called Energize with with Brian and, and myself and Blake. That's cool. Yeah, uh, he's from Blaine, Washington. Okay. Well, yeah, so, he's, yeah. A, he's a local guy. He, he's probably like five, six hours away from me. That doesn't uh, sound too local. Five, six hours. <laughs> Paul, 
That's local to me, man. Okay. Used to be in the same state. Same state, you're a local guy. All right. So then, but, but Wednesday, you get there on Wednesday. Uh, if you're there on Tuesday night, um, Mitchell does a, we, we meet at Merrill's. It's a restaurant on Tuesday nights, like unofficial thing that, that mm-hmm. Mitchell does. Wednesday, the show opens at noon. And so we'll just be walking around the indoor booth all day and you'll be like, oh, there's the juggernaut. Oh, there's, there's um, SB Moen. Oh, there's Beck the Beast. Oh, there's Fullerton. Oh, there's Caleb Allman. Oh, there's Naylor. Just like you just, everywhere you look, you just see people that you recognize your face or you know them or, you know, people will come up to me and say, friend of the show. And I'm like, all right, you know, listen to the, yeah. listen to the show. So it's just like that nonstop Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday and then you know, the show ends Friday afternoon, I think at like two and everyone kind of goes home Friday afternoon. So it's going to be so much yeah. fun, man. And you're, but you're going to get recognized because of YouTube. Like you're, it's going to blow your mind. People walking up to you and being like, Oh my gosh, dude, can I get a picture with you? It's, cr- it's Do you think crazy. they'll recognize me if I don't wear my, my shirts? I would wear your shirts for sure. What? Why? I don't want, I don't want to get so recognized like that. Oh, you like do. If I wear my shirts. They got my number on there and everything. So, well, make you make a shirt for GIE or put a patch over it or whatever. <laughs> put a patch on. Um, but it's, I mean, it's encouraging. Like, I, 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 and I was talking to Brody about this as well about getting burnout. He gets burnout. Oh, and yeah. um, making this podcast, I get burnout. And you encouraged me big time. You said something on our last podcast. We were like, don't give up, man. Don't, and that meant so mm-hmm. much to me. I mean, that literally that fueled me to like, okay, I'm going to keep going. People are out there listening. And, uh, so when people come up to you and be like, man, I love your videos. I watch your videos. It is so motivating and inspiring. And when your schedule gets full or the haters come out or whatever, and you get discouraged, you have that reservoir, that bank to pull from of those motivating moments. I mean, I, I got so pumped up last year as a quip. I was fired up. Yeah. You know what you told me, um, that kind of motivated me, uh, last time we talked was, uh, block the haters, you know, just block them. Um, but then I also, cause I started blocking them, blocking, blocking people that were just like leaving nasty stuff, you know, cause mm-hmm. I, I used to reply, you know, I used no to reply to them, and it's like, it's, no, don't do that. So I just block them, block them, you know, and keep going, just keep my head up, keep going. Um, but I recently was listening to the, um, the one where you did it with the lawn tools mm-hmm. and he said something about using your haters to your advantage. And that, when, when he said that, I'm like, that's so smart. I never even thought about that. It's like genius, mm-hmm. you know, because when they leave those comments, even like on TikTok or something, because this was kind of about TikTok, it's like when you do something that, that they don't like and they leave those comments, it drives your video up higher and higher and higher. So in reality, you kind of want to leave them, but, you know, you don't want to look at them, you know, and you don't want to make a video that's going to be full of negativity. Yeah. Let, let me clarify. So I'm, I'm clear with folks listening out there. When I say black people, I'm talking about direct messages. So on Instagram, I'll open up my Instagram and then it's, I get these direct messages and these people are, are, they just say, so they never even met me and they say something negative. They say something mm-hmm. mean, they say something rude. I instantly block, 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 block. I was thinking about this and I was in the gym parking lot this morning. I was like, I wonder how many people I block in a month. I mean, it's just block, block, block all day long mm-hmm. because I don't have time for your negativity. I don't have time for your fakeness. I don't have time. I and mean, this happens all day long. I get these hot girls following me and they have three friends. 
you're fake. Like there, it's 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 some. Oh, like it's, the, the the scam. Yeah, uh, the, profiles and all that. Yeah, scam, fake, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but they'll they'll message you. Hello, hello. <laughs> Why do you have three friends if you look like that? <laughs> oh, I just bought. Oh, and how fake. did you find me? Yeah. <laughs> fake. Okay, you're you you're fake. Me? No, I'm not. <laughs> oh, so so anyway, don't waste your time with all this nonsense. Block, block, block. But when it comes to like you post something publicly on TikTok in the lawn tools on purpose, they're so clever on purpose. They blow the grass into the street. Now, mm-hmm. when the video's over, they'll blow it back into the grass. Yeah. They're doing right. that on purpose to make people mad. So people leave a, a comment. You're an idiot. Yeah, don't you know? I was, I was talking to Sheriff Joe today. My, my friend's a sheriff and him, him and his wife were at the pool. And he was like, I read your comments, man. And it's so funny how much these people make fun of you and Jason and and, and Eric and whoever I post are like, they just make you guys sound like you're rookies and you're idiots. And mm-hmm. I said, thank you. I was like that. That's why my videos are going viral because their, their engagements boosting it. So yeah, I wouldn't necessarily block those, but I, I, when it come when they're going to directly send me an email or an Instagram message or Facebook message, and you're going to be negative at all. I'm going to block you all day long. Mm-hmm. I've blocked so many people. It's, it's, it's outrageous. Even people that listen to my show, they'll, they, you know, then they'll say something. I don't I have zero tolerance. I'll block you. I, I just, I, yeah. I, uh, yeah. you know, Hey Paul, love the show, but, and then here's a whole, yeah. see you later, buddy. You know, go, go listen to uh, whoever, but I, I, I have to be around people that are um, positive and, uh, what did Jesus say? If you cast your pearl before swine, they'll tear it. And or he said something about be careful who you share your life with. Um, Cause mm-hmm. they'll, they'll turn, they'll t- turn and tear you to pieces. Don't give what is holy to dogs or so, something like that. Maybe, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of that. So, but Hey, yeah. If you continue doing what you're doing, the haters will all, always be there. So, you can never run away from them. You can never please everybody. I get people all the time telling me I'm mowing wrong and my technique's wrong or, you know, it, it should have stayed overgrown. It's natural. It's good for the bees. It's good for the insects. I'm like, come on guys. You know, we're, we're out here trying to, you know, perfect, like do good makeovers, you know, clean, keep the neighborhoods clean, you know, and people are like complaining like, Oh, it's, you know, it's good for the environment. If you leave it overgrown or like, or like dandelions, that's a flower. You you mo- yeah, it's a it's a flower. But man, here in Idaho and Washington, I don't know about you guys, but they're infested in every lawn. If you don't treat your lawn, you're going to get dandelions. And you're like, people hate dandelions here, you know. So I know people use them for medical purposes, oh, for man. you know herbal purposes or whatever. People are like all the way, all the time in the comments, you you cut down flowers. Those are nice. You know, those could be used for many purposes. I'm like they're infested. These lawns are infested here, you know, with them. So come and cut them yourself if you want. <laughs> but you know, people all the time, you can never please everybody, you know, cause you get people all the, from, from around the world watching you, you know? So, uh, yeah, different kind of people, you know, in, in every kind of country, there's different kind of people. So. Yeah. It's sad though. It's like you're, you're creating stuff. You're, you know, creating residual income. Like you said, you're changing your family. You're, you're working, you're building something. And the folks that are leaving us mean comments, I mean, they're preoccupied with what, with what we're doing and trying to tear us down. Like 
they don't have a vision for their life or a, a purpose or a, you know, a focus that they're finding the best use of their time to, to try to tear us down. Like it's, it's just, it's kind of sad when you think about it. Yeah. It's sad that they're wasting their own precious time. Yeah. Do trying to, trying to bring us down, you know? Yeah. And they're jealous. They, they wish get... they had 400,000 TikTok followers. They wish they had, you know, whatever your, I, I lose track. Your YouTube just keeps mm-hmm. blowing up, but they, they wish they had that. They're jealous of you. They're envious of you. Yeah. And I think just ignoring them or blocking them. Cause I block a lot of people on YouTube. I, I don't really necessarily need to block on Instagram. Like you, I don't get a lot of direct messages. Well, after you but... take my, my tip, watch your Instagram blow up. All right. And then you'll get a lot of messages, man. All right. I'll I'll keep you informed on that, but I do block a lot of people on YouTube. Um, and on TikTok, I don't even reply to people. I don't, I don't even look at the comments on my videos. They just, they get so many views. I'm just like, I, I, I I think I like like the first top three Mm -hmm. and that, you know, that's it. Maybe I pin somebody that really like, I really enjoyed reading that comment or something, but all the rest, like thousands of comments. I don't even read them. I mean, there's just, there's no time for it. And you know, I don't really take TikToks seriously, but I should, <laughs> but I don't. No, I take it real serious. Yeah. I mean, now, now that I see that, you know, it can make me a good income. It's a good income source. Now I'm like, you know, I should really, you know, sit down and, and think of, you know, what people really want to see you know, how the videos are doing, what, how, you know, why did these ones do really bad? And these ones did really good, you know, mm-hmm. and copy the really good ones. Like I was telling you about YouTube, by the way, how is, uh, you going to be posting some more makeovers here soon or what? Yes. Uh, I just had one drop three minutes ago. Uh, oh. and, uh, it's, uh, we did a big old, uh, field clearing land for a new home and we used mm-hmm. a skid steer and uh, brush cutter attachment. I was with my buddy Eric Hill from Fayark Lawn Care. So it was really, really tall grass and it was very oddly satisfying. And um, mm-hmm. I'm hoping the video does well because he almost ran over this big power unit that would have taken Ooh. out the whole neighborhood next to us. Um, so anyway, I, I don't know. I just literally just, I had it scheduled to, to post at, uh, it, it would have posted four minutes ago if everything I did was accurate. So we'll see. I, I mean, I've been, I've been creating the content, man, and it's just uh, the, it hasn't been getting views on YouTube. However, I'm I'm repurposing the same content and it blowing up on Instagram. I'm talking. It took me ten years to get ten thousand followers on Instagram, and then in one month I got fifteen thousand more. So ten years to get ten thousand. One month I got fifteen thousand. Now I'm, I'm at like twenty six thousand at the recording of this. By the time it's out, hopefully I'm at like fifty thousand. I don't know. Let me let me ask you a question. Um, from a, a creator standpoint, like content creator standpoint, if you didn't have, um, the Instagram, uh, views, mm-hmm. which platform do you think is the hardest to get like the engagement or views or, or go viral? What do you think is the hardest platform? Is it YouTube, TikTok, or Instagram? Well, I think for, for me, this is my own thing. This isn't what Gary V says or what the statistics mm-hmm. or the data says for me right now. I'm blowing up on Instagram. I'm doing above average on TikTok. You know, a lot of videos will, you know, easily get tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of views. Um, so Instagram's blowing up for me. TikTok's doing well and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm absolutely flopping on YouTube. So 
but then you can, you turn around and I talk to somebody else, you know, especially that's in the zone and, and it's like whatever they post on YouTube it just blows up. You know what I mean? So, um, my, my personal ones and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm posting the same content. Like if I post, if I go mowing with Jason and I film it, right. Mm-hmm. I, I have the, the camera, you know, I have the camera like this while I'm filming for YouTube. And then I have another camera that I'm holding um, hmm. for uh vertical that I'm going to post on Instagram reels, TikTok, and YouTube shorts. And so I'm trying, like I'm trying to make content for all of them. You know what I mean? But they're all not yeah. performing the same, but my, my motive was I wanted to blow up on YouTube and as a byproduct of that, cause I just, repurpose all the content now, on the why, other platform. Why YouTube? Why YouTube? Well, YouTube, you get the AdSense number one mm-hmm. and it's a search, you know, it's a search engine. It's going to be around hopefully, you know, five, 10 years from now. And you know, the credibility with the brands and stuff like that, like some of the brands are like, Oh, TikTok, haha, that's cute. You know, like you have 62,000 yeah. oh, that's good for you. But if you had 62,000 YouTube subscribers, maybe they would do a deal with you. Mm. Um, so anyway, Stuff like that. And, and it, you know, having now having 26,000 Instagram followers and, and counting you by the time you guys listen to this, I hope it's well, way more than that. Brands look at that and it's credibility with them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is as a business perspective, when I look at a brand, they're probably looking at how many YouTube subscribers you have, how many Instagram followers you have then maybe looking at how many TikTok followers you have. And unfortunately about podcasting, it doesn't show you, it's not public information. So internally, my boys, you know, they know my podcast is the most listened to podcast in our industry. Right. But the brands don't know that because no, you know, I mean, I screenshot how many downloads I get and I send it to Fullerton and Mr. Producer and Caleb Allman finds out. And, you know, they're like, oh, dang, Paul, you know what I mean? And mm. But the brands don't know that they just look on YouTube and see how many subscribers you have. So eh, it's, it's not a vanity thing. It's a, I look at it as a business perspective and I want, I'm in this to make profit. I'm not doing this as a hobby or, you know, I'm like, you know, Brody quit his job. He was a bartender at um, Texas roadhouse. He's a full-time content creator. Now he's, he, he, he sees a business opportunity and he's, you know, trying to make, you know, a, a ROI on it. So Oh yeah. It's it's like, you know, some, some people just, I don't, I don't want to, you talk before I say something dumb. Going back to how, you know, which one's harder. Cause I believe that was my question. Like which oh, yeah. one's more harder? Like me personally, even though I have, I think I have already, I think I have 80,000 subscribers. So, but I still believe that YouTube is the hardest platform to grow on. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you might get lucky and you might, you know, YouTube might push it out and, and you'll get thousands and th- hundreds and thousands of views and fo- uh, subscribers. But I still feel like putting in the work, uh, there's a lot of time required to put in, you know, to make a video. First, you got to shoot it. Then you got to edit it. Then you got to, you know, do all the uh, all the back end work for YouTube, like mm-hmm. the SEO. Mm-hmm. Um, for TikTok, it's not it's not you know that hard, especially for me. Like I take my YouTube videos that I've already created and just clip them, like clip this, clip that and, mm-hmm. and make a video out of it. 
Um, and the same thing with Instagram. Well, now I'm going to be trying out your little uh, secret here and see if I could grow on there. But uh, I feel like, you know, YouTube's still the hardest platform to kind of grow on. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah. And I know I was talking to Dr. Frank about this yesterday. I think it was. And he was saying that Gary Vaynerchuk, who's a, a really smart marketing guy, was saying that the easiest platform platform to go viral on right now is TikTok. Mm-hmm. And so my, my issue, yeah, my issue with TikTok is I used to post a different style content on TikTok. And so I, I made a switch to try to post, um, new content of lawn care content on there. So I think I'm having a little bit of like, I'm confusing the algorithm a little bit. Mm, okay. And it's the same with YouTube. I've, I've been all over the place on YouTube and so maybe that's why I'm not, I'm not breaking out on those platforms. Whereas my Instagram handle at green industry podcast, it actually used to be, it actually used to be I'm trying to think I used to post more business. Like I used to post my, uh, my lawn care business stuff on that content. If you go back and like scroll all the way back to whenever, like my very first post on there was like a sod job we did. And then it was like a mulch job we did. And so from day one, that account has only ever fed the algorithm, you know, mulch, sod, grass, like it's pure. You know what I mean? I've never posted anything on that channel that wasn't that. So in hindsight, maybe that's why I blew up on Instagram. Cause it, they always knew what my channel was about. Whereas on TikTok and YouTube, you know, one video, I have this style content. And then I have a whole different genre and, and, you know, maybe I'm being punished for that, trying to make oh. a transition. You know, we even haven't even talked about Facebook. I forgot. I'm, I'm slowly, I, I've uploaded all of my videos on Facebook now, and now I'm doing that, you know, one week video on my Facebook page. Oh, so wow. that, that's, that's growing a little bit. Wow. It's not nothing crazy like the other ones, but yeah, uh, slowly growing on there too. You know, people are discovering cause a lot of people have Facebook, but they don't have YouTube. Hmm. So uh, if I can get my content out on that platform, you know, and grow it, then I'd get uh, another, you know, passive income source. Cause then you can activate like the in-stream ads and all that hmm. and, and do that. So Interesting. That's, that's kind of my next platform that I want to grow on is, is the Facebook. Okay. This is very insightful. Well guys, you you're getting your money's worth on today's program. <laughs> Um, I, I can keep talking if you want to, but I got to go use the restroom and I got to get another deer park water here. Um, would you like to end the show? or Would you like to keep chatting? Let's keep going. All right. Well, we're going to, we're going to have a quick word from today's show sponsors and, uh, I'm going to go, Oh, we'll get you Gatorade. <laughs> Is this the bottle? Oh, I thought you got a Gatorade. Not, not, not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored yet. You'd be like Michael, yeah. Michael Jordan with your, um, Gatorade towel, but you know, I'll leave that alone. I'll leave that alone. I got a, I got, I got a good point, but I also got to go to the bathroom. So uh, we're going to kick it over to Marty, let him play today's show commercials. And I'm going to go get, get a new deer park water. I got at the um, Costco. I got a good deal on those. They were on sale and I'm going to use a restroom and we'll be right back. More Phil's lawn care coming up. Well, guys, this has been a lot of fun with Phil. And what we're going to do is we're going to bring him back on the program. It's going to be on one of the 
future episodes of the Green History Podcast. Tomorrow, we already have uh, scheduled our Friday with Frank, which is a really good episode. Dr. Frank's going to teach us on why people buy and how we can persuade our potential customers to purchase our services. It's going to be a phenomenal episode on marketing. And so I'm sure Mr. Producer will probably throw in the Phil's Lawn Care Part 2, maybe on the program after that or whatnot. Hey, he gets paid the big bucks to make those decisions. I'll let him schedule the episode when he wants to, but just be turning on the bell for notifications so when the fresh new episode drops, you can tune on in. And in the meantime, if you want to save yourself on the registration for the largest trade show in our industry, the Equip Exposition, you can do so by clicking on the link in today's show notes and save with early bird registration and an additional 50% off of that with the promo code Paul. That's right. You can double dip for a limited time. You can register for the Equip Exposition for only $10. When all the math runs with the early bird pricing plus the 50% off, it's only $10. So Marty will put that link in today's show notes. I'm really looking forward to joining y'all in Louisville, Kentucky, October 18th through 21st, 2022. Phil's going to drive 30 hours from Idaho. I got about a six and a half-ish hour commute from Georgia. Um, It's not that bad of a drive at all right up through um, beautiful Tennessee and Kentucky. I love that part of the country in the fall. It is gorgeous. So anyway, it's October 18th through 21st in Louisville, Kentucky. Largest trade show in our industry. There'll be tens of thousands of other folks there that are in the lawn care, landscaping, tree service industry and whatnot, hardscaping. Going to be a lot of fun. And uh, we'd love for you to join us there. I'll have more details about some specific events that I'll be hosting within the Equip Exposition that once you register and get your badge, you'll have complete full access. You'll be able to attend the events that uh, I'll be a part of. And um, I'll have more details like that in the very near future. But in the meantime, um, go ahead and register for the Equip Exposition and reserve your hotel and just dot your I's, cross your T's, get the trip planned and prepared because October 18th through 21st is going to be here before we know it. And uh, this is the one event of the year you do not want to miss. It's the uh, granddaddy of them all. It's the Super Bowl for our industry. I'm looking forward to it and hope that you will join us in Louisville this October. All right, well, we'll see you hopefully in the show notes and uh, smash that follow button and hope to catch you on tomorrow's program. I'm telling you guys, it's going to be phenomenal with Dr. Frank about why people buy. Really looking forward to that conversation on tomorrow's show. Hope to catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.